Ladies and gentlemen, I'm feeling good. You feeling good. It's Friday, so you know it's all to the good. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the... You want a party, party just for free. Girl, you got me dancing. Dance, you'll be free. Hey! Uh. Uh. Cut it off. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Clayton Thomas. I got to my left the amazing, the talented, the gorgeous. She's a phenomenal actress. She's a mother. She's in shape. We just found out she's got 18 siblings that have her exact same face and hair structure. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about the one, the only, Miss Haley Alexis. Make some noise. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I said make some noise. There we go. Gotta make my own noise. Yeah. I made noise for you. I'm not talking to y'all yet. Now, how's everything going, Haley? Uh, it's going great. It's going great to, uh, today. Today's been great. Uh-huh. Um, this week has been amazing. Nothing in particular, just, you know, energy has been good. I like you know? that. E- energy's been good. I've been able to really reflect, as always, and feel good about it. Oh, have so, you reflected? What have you reflected on, Haley? You know what? I asked a couple friends yesterday. I, I asked them, what did they want people to perceive them as? Mm. Like, you know what I mean? And it, their responses really had me think because I was like, what do I, what do I want? Mm. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, how do I want to go about my day and moving forward and encouraging others? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, uh, and I, I, I felt good about my actions and everything I do to, mm. to, to portray that. We are going to come back to that. I like where you're going, <laughs> Haley Alexis. Uh, to her left, we have somebody that is just the apple of my eye. She is a phenomenal actress. She's a producer. She is the chocolate of all chocolates. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Tangerine. How you doing, Tangerine? Oh, I love that you sang my name correctly. I'm doing great. I'm doing tantastically, <laughs> Why would I as always. Sing it incorrectly? Hey, man, some people, they can't hit that note, but I appreciate I appreciate you making that effort. I go high with the notes a lot of times. People yeah. don't give me more credit for Uh So how's your week been? My week has been amazing. You know, I've, I'm still married. You know, I didn't we didn't choke each other to death. We're having fun on social media with our content. You know, we emphasis on yet. Yeah, we haven't we haven't talked to each other yet. yet. So this has been a good week. It's been a great week. Yeah, that's good. It's my content. Uh, come to her left. We wow. have to say this. Bro- <laughs> this is what I deal with, you guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't want any confusions. Coming mm-hmm. to her left, mm-hmm. we have a brother that is simply phenomenal. He's got the nerd glasses on today. The uh, brother has put a hat on because he's <laughs> taking the braids out. He used to bang, but now he bangs for the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Leon Ross, make some noise! Yay! Yeah, how are you, brother? Oh man, I'm feeling smart, man. You know what? You look it. Thank you, brother. You <laughs> look incredible. You. How's your week been, man? It's uh, very productive, man. Very saved and sanctified. What? Yeah, man. Very wholesome and holy. Wholesome and holy. As yeah. he looks over the glass. He <laughs> <laughs> looking like somebody's auntie at church right now. <laughs> he's looking over those glasses. Cool. Now, I got to get straight. Did I also give a big round of applause for Tangerine? I don't know if I did that. Let's give some noise for Tangerine. Woo! Yay! Yay! 
Uh, now, we got a shout out to Engineer of the Year. She's in the building. Jessica Lee's doing her thing. We got my man, the OG Yay. Engineer. The OG Engineer, Producer of the Year, Producer Extraordinaire. My man, Darren, is back in the what? building. Darren. Gotta show love to Darren. You know, we don't need a shot of Darren. The, the people might want to know what he looks like. I need the camera to be on us at all. Kind of uh, aside from that, are the lights set up? Are we good lighting-wise, Kev? Are we good? Get them lights. Let me make sure the lights is good. Uh, now, I got to start with the question of the day. Question of the day is, you give your friend a ride, and after they get out, you realize they have left a winning lottery ticket behind. What are you doing with the ticket? The call-in number is 323-879-4445. Again, that's 323-879-4445. So the question, I'm going to start with Tangerine. Tangerine, you give your friend a ride, they get out, you realize that they have left a winning lottery ticket. What do you do next? First of all, this question is ridiculous because you said it's my friend. If you had said I was an Uber driver and I didn't know the person and they left the lottery ticket behind, then it's like, okay, turn up, YOLO. You know, everybody's taking trips. I'm buying properties. You know, life is great. But it's my friend. Mm -hmm. I have to tell them that they left their lottery ticket and I have to demand a percentage of the commission for giving it to them in an honest way. That is what's up. Now, here's the thing. I never said what level of friend that they are to you. This is I just gave somebody them a in ride. your car. I gave them a ride. Okay, so somebody in your car. Yeah. If there's somebody in my car... I gave them a ride. I'm not picking up strangers. Okay, that's good to know. If I also. drive for a ride share, uh -huh. then that might be my lottery ticket. That is a but great the, But the key fact. word is you said that it's my friend and they yeah. realize they left it. Mm. So yeah. I didn't say they realize. I said you realize. Oh, I realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an honest person. Because, you like know, that. you'll mess up your karma. You know, I, I take their lottery yeah. ticket. I go buy a house. And then, oh, here comes a hurricane and a flood and a fire to get rid of the house that I bought with illegal money. So, no, I'm not. Yeah, but the good thing about that illegal money is uh, you still got millions left to buy. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a house in California. <laughs> that is a fact. Leon Ross, I'm coming to you. Your friend gets out of your Ooh, car. Shit. You realize they left a winning lottery ticket behind. What do you do next? So, me, um... Uh, <clears throat> Funny you ask me on a time like this when I have a performance coming up on Sunday. Yes, you do. Where I'm performing my gospel music. And where's this? <clears throat> At the IX uh, top of um, Cantina in um, Pasadena. Pasadena, one nineteen. <laughs> yes. uh, I forgot the other street name, but anyway. Uh, so me being the same man that I am, mm -hmm. I'm keeping it. Wow. <clears throat> that makes no well, that, sense. That, that took a turn. Wow. That, yeah. that, that took a turn. That took a turn. But, the, 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 but this is the thing. This is the catch. If they got to win a lot of tickets, they gonna call me anyway. Oh. And are you going to admit that you have I'm not going to lie about it. Now, now, that, now, that's, now that's when honesty comes in. I'm like, yeah, I got it. Like, well, what are we bartering? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. A lot of people do quick picks. So if you do quick pick, you don't memorize your number. So Thanks. they might not know that they that you have the lottery ticket that's winning. Okay, but then, so do you tell them? I'm saying so after I win, I'm definitely gonna, after I after I uh, get my winnings, I'm definitely going to let them know. But the thing is, but this is the thing, right? So I'm teaching my son responsibility right now. Uh -huh. Okay. So if you invest in a ticket and you lose it, that's on you. Mm. Wow. Because you were irresponsible. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. how we could always find uh, a bullshit reason to do whatever you know what? we want. I to like that. Yeah, to like swindle that. a friend out of money. Uh, Haley, hmm. let's go to you. <clears throat> oh, I appreciate that, Leon. Thank you so much for telling oh, yeah. us the truth. Thank you. Uh, Haley Alexis, what okay. would you do if your friend got out of your car and you realized, they didn't realize, you realized, that they left a winning lottery ticket behind. What are you doing with the ticket? Okay, first of all, I want to apologize because at the beginning of the show, before we were on air, mm -hmm. I said this was a stupid question. Okay. Because I thought everybody was going to give the same honest answer nope. and be nope. a good person. But nope. some people, <laughs> Leon, are not that. Yeah. So, 
For me, I'm going to have to side with Tangerine on this and and say that I would definitely give it back. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I would not feel... I may feel a certain way if they don't, you know, help a sister out. Okay, so you expect something in return. I don't expect. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't be too upset if they didn't, you know, because I have to believe that I'm going to be okay. That was their ticket for a reason. That Mm -hmm. could be their downfall. You know what I mean? Right. So I have to believe that I'm going to be okay regardless. Leon is Leon is Can I I ask a quick question? You actually should. Um, So what's the difference between giving it to them and and expecting or or, or well, well, like wanting a percentage of it or some of it. I'm not uh, wait 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 wait. Let me finish. What's the difference between giving and being honest and giving it to them and wanting and expecting something without saying you're expecting it and doing what I would do, which is you know make sure that be, me being a responsible person that they weren't and making sure <laughs> we get the money and then give them some of it. What's the difference? <laughs> All right. First of all, I'm not expecting. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, she did say she's not expecting. And but you, I'm being. I'm you would being, like some of it, for sure. That's you. that's not even on me. I would find a way to be okay and at peace with that. Mm. Either way, okay. you know what I mean. That's not for me to go through. Hey, <coughs> I, I wish I could say it happened, but it hasn't. Well, uh, Leon is taking the Uncle Sam approach, which is good. when you get your paycheck, but they've already taken out their percentage before you get the money that Facts. you worked for. So mm-hmm. he's decided that he's going to take. His percentage, which I believe is the majority percentage, if you. Oh no, no, I would, I would definitely it. split it down the middle. But the, yeah, but, right. But this is the thing. Would you? This, this is the thing. See, <laughs> see, see, responsibility. Back to responsibility. If they were um, irresponsible enough to leave it in my car, who knows where else they'll leave it? And then, right. and then they'll be. So me being the, the the good friend that I am, I gotta make sure that that this money is recouped. You gotta well, understand, Leon bangs for the Lord now, but at one point he just banged. You understand? <laughs> yes. So these he's living by completely different rules Leon, than the rest of y'all. I want now. you to know though, Leon, there's no wrong answer. So don't go home feeling bad. But, but, oh, I don't but feel his, bad. Is, his is wrong. His I, is wrong. I, I, no, I don't feel Everybody's bad at all. Everybody's different for a reason. I, I feel bad at all. My particular answer, I want you to be directly into this microphone. Hey, oh, I thought on? I was. You know, yeah. I like mics. Uh, <laughs> this just turned inappropriate. <laughs> uh, so I will say, honestly, if my friend <laughs> left a lottery ticket behind in my car and I saw that that was a winning lottery ticket, the first thing that Clayton Thomas is doing is I'm making a video about <laughs> hey, I just found my friend's lottery ticket and I'm about to go return it to them. So he cannot renege on what I've just done. I need him to know that I helped him. I don't need the money, even though you I know that's going to come. need other people to know. I yeah, need, he needs, yeah, because he needs here's the thing. Save. You got to have an insurance policy. With a lot of people, <laughs> number one, people don't say thank you. People aren't grateful. And then this person with money, you got to understand, when people get money, they, they change. change. So who's to say, I'm like, hey, here's your ticket. They be like, oh, thank you so much. Hey, yo, fam, we about to do this. We about to do that. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm not asking for that, but I appreciate you, and I'm going to hold you to your word. But then as soon as you get the money and you switch up on your boy, yeah. now I got to have this proof that, hey, I'm the one who found this lottery ticket for him, and I gave it to him, and that is showing that my karma is in the right place. Never asked him for a dime, but this person said, after the cameras was off, what they were going to do with this money. So I would definitely return the ticket because that karma is real, and I don't need no uh, facts. I don't need no problem. But here's Understood. the thing too: would we even know that it's a winning ticket before we turned it in? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's the, that's that's I mean, how the lottery. If works. you see a lottery <laughs> ticket. You should check the numbers before you get rid of it, before you toss it. You just look online. I mean, I would be like, hey, girl, yo, you left your ticket. Come get it. So that's what you're saying. You wouldn't even bother to check before you gave it back. It's not yours. It's not yours. You know what I mean? I'm not about to go out my way to be like, oh, it might. 
Now I got the decision to make because you know why you're checking it. You're checking it. Turn her mic up, please, Jessica. Turn Haley's mic up. It sounds so cloudy. Uh, I'm gonna tell you why you check to see the numbers have won because everybody leaves trash behind in your car and you can be like, oh, this person just left some trash. You can ball it up and throw it away. But if you see a lottery ticket, you can say, you know what? Let me see if these numbers even won before I just throw this out or even tell my friend that they left this behind. Then they won it. Then it's like, bam, here you go. Nah, not doing it. I'll just let her know right away. <laughs> okay, Yo, something. Come get your shit. If she says no, then I'll check. Mm. It's a, that's a good point because now that you think about it, I probably wouldn't have taken the time to check the number. I'd just be like, you left something, or I might even worse think it's trash. That's what I because said. I might think it's the one from the week before. Because you know we have mm -hmm. so many different lotteries on different days of the week, and you have to know if this one's expired or not. So yeah. that's that's a a catchy, a tricky subject. On a smaller note, that's very similar. I MC a lot of events, and I was MCing a, a bar mitzvah with a bunch of kids on the dance floor, and I was giving out gift cards. You know, ten, twenty dollars here for um, yeah. iTunes for. Um, some place to eat or whatever. And so I give them out and I say, don't lose it. It's just like cash. So I gave one to this little four-year-old. Don't lose it. It's like cash. Of course, he lost it. Another little girl comes up to me later and says, I found this gift card. Mm. And I was like, wow, you found it and you're turning it in mm. as opposed to keeping it. So I mm. gave her another card and I made an announcement on the microphone. And I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is whatever her name was. She just turned in something that is valued as cash. And I want her to know that she's being rewarded for Love being it. honest. Because she could have just kept it. Because yeah. a lot of little yeah. kids would have just kept it. But yeah. I wanted her to get in the habit of turning things in that don't belong to her. Absolutely. We had a, a round of applause button to give you right there. Absolutely. That was, that and that is nice. an example Leon could have used. Leon could have used that you when he was a boy. And another thing I would like to say, you know, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm an avid gambler. So I, I also partake in the lotto. So who's to say it wasn't my ticket? I don't know. I leave things in my car all the time. So. In my defense. Oh, brother. We are fishing. Here's the thing. So the number fishing. to call is, is 323-879-4445. Again, that is 323-879-4445. The question that I wanted to ask you guys is something that I just dealt with yesterday. Yesterday, the movie Avengers Endgame came out. And I am somebody that avoids spoilers. I am somebody that does not watch a lot of trailers. Like I'll watch a, tra I'll watch the first trailer when something comes out, maybe eight or nine months before the movie comes out, and I don't watch another trailer. I don't watch the updated trailer. I don't watch the ones that they show on TV because I do not want to be influenced or know what's going on. I've avoided everything. I've avoided reviews, early reviews, all of that. And I'm reading my YouTube comments mm. on a video that I posted yesterday and someone leaked some information and it angered me to my core. Oh my God. Because it, was, it wasn't like, yeah, you know, also there's a fight scene with this person. Right. Like they said, what Happens. happened? And oh man! I'm like, no, nah, that ain't you know. You it was know, shocking nothing. that they would put that. It had nothing to do with the video that he posted. It's they were like just they being an a hole. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was on purpose. It was definitely yeah. on purpose. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this person isn't a member of Team CT. This is just somebody who randomly came across the video and was spoiling it for everybody. So what I did was I immediately deleted the comment. I blocked the person, and then from that point, Darren. And then from that point, I just my day was ruined. So I went. Oh, so Tangerine. Tangerine had wow. seen the film with the cast and the crew. Each one of y'all moved out. Tangerine had seen the, with the movie with the cast and the crew the day before, and I told her to comment, and she was like, oh, that's crazy. I'm like, I need to know. Does this happen? And she said, she gave me hope with the answer that she gave me, which I appreciate because that still took me off a little ledge. It was tough. And then wow. once I got to the movie and it ended, I said, mother... <clears throat> 
You know what I mean? It yeah. destroyed me, man. I hate spoilers. And people mm. who spoil movies and TV shows, I feel like you deserve the worst pain known to man. Just to spoil something for somebody, that's ridiculous. So it was still an amazing film. Um, I'm not going to spoil Phenomenal. anything. It's one of the best. It's the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Wow. One of the, yeah, it's it was, the a, best it was incredible. I know people that are already watching ever. it twice. Yeah, yeah I've, seen, I've seen it twice already. We're wow. gonna we're gonna see it again uh, for the third time. I don't know if you know if it's a we. It's You're taking a, me. No, I already got my ticket, baby girl. I don't know if you know. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you act like I'm not gonna still be sitting next to you I, in that theater. You better get yourself a ticket. I don't know how it's gonna happen, but anyway, I have your debit card. Uh, that is it's a wrap on that, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back with more kicking it with Clayton. You're kicking it with Clayton. This seems like creative player music. Like, this is the music they play on NBA Live or something like that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, I have to, uh, this this brings me great joy, man. You have no idea how happy I am to have this man on my show. This is a brother that, let me, let me take y'all back, man. First of all, you're back with Kicking It With Clayton. I got Haley Alexis. I got Tangerine. I got Leon Ross. We're kicking it with Clayton. I have <laughs> this brother. Let me take you back to uh, 2006. All right, this is Detroit. I am having. Uh, I'm downtown. I'm performing at this comedy spot. Uh, on the show is this gentleman and another comedian. And uh, I go up to this man and I say, "Man, I'm such a huge fan of yours." Man, he was like, "Thanks, man. You were funny." I'm like, "Wow!" Like that to hear that from somebody that you look up to, especially when you're a new comedian, feels like the world. Uh, from that moment, uh, he gave me his number. I said, man, I'm coming to L.A. He was like, hey, Joe, when you get to L.A., hit me up. And I was like, all right, cool, right? So let's go back even further before I finish that story. I am uh, I think I'm maybe about 13 or 14 years old. Last Comic Standing is on the air. And this is me seeing a brother that is in. Here's the difference. When you see comedians being themselves, they could be themselves in any environment, whether they're in the hood and they are uncensored or whether they're in the most mainstream of media where they have to not be as uh, raw as they are in the hood or in their regular environment. They got to show this to let America digest it over the flyover states. And this brother was so iconic. I would sneak and watch this show because my mom would be like, yo, you can't watch TV after a certain time. My sister and I would watch this show and I only watched it for him. And uh, fast forward back to 2006, now 2007 comes along. I'm moving to LA. I make a call to several comedians like, hey man, I'm coming out there. They're like, oh yeah, that's what's up. Good luck to you. I'm like, damn, right? I was so scared to hit this brother because I'm like, man, I hope he's not one of them. I call this man. He says, hey, all right, cool. When you get in here, I tell him. He's like, all right, bet. He sets me up with one of the dopest premier comedy spots to perform in L.A. at the comedy store. And he calls me. He said, hey, look, man, I just I just said my name for you, brother. Now, uh, just do me a favor. Don't fuck this up. All right. Because I don't put my name on a lot of people. And I'm like, man, I won't, man. I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to rip it. And I went up there and I ripped it. And the rest is history. Um, I'm talking, there are so many different events that I can tell you that this man has taken me under his wing. He's looked out for me when he had no reason to other than the goodness of his heart. My car broke down in Hollywood. He called his AAA so my car could get fixed. You understand what I'm saying to you? This brother is not my blood brother, but he is somebody that I look at as a big brother and he is family and he is here in the show right now, when I say I need a roarous round of applause, one of the greatest comedians to ever hold a microphone, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Corey Holcomb. Make some noise. Yay. Yay. What yes. an intro. Yes. 
Stop it, man. It's Aww. all good. No, Clayton got a good energy about him. So when he was talking to me, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things that proves when you put off good energy, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's easier to root for somebody. It's, mm. it's easier to help somebody when they put off good energy. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, even though we didn't know each other, I felt the good energy on you, buddy. So keep that good energy up. Always, nice. dude. Man, I told you it was going to be a long-ass intro. That was <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the longest long. intro. Of it. Man, you deserve it, brother. Uh, first and foremost, how's everything going, man? How's your week? Everything, everything is good. I never, I never really complain too much about nothing. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. So fix hey, this mic for me, Tanish. Everything, that? everything is, everything is Gucci. I love that. Uh, Haley, give it to me. So, 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 good to see you, man. <laughs> hey, Haley, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I don't know how to stop the static. Um, so I want to say, you got a lot of stuff out here right now, right? You got a lot going on. I do stuff. I do stuff. <laughs> mainly, the, mainly the 5150 show. 5150, whatever, yeah. I want to talk about that. Okay. How did it get started? What made you even get into that? Where did, where did it, how did it come about? Um, it's this dude named Greg Shelton, rest in peace. Rest in uh, peace, man. Oh, he, man, uh, that's right. Yeah, he brought me up to, um, the, um, Foxhole, mm. um, to do a show on Speedy, a, a spot on Speedy show, mm. where me, Clayton, Tangerine, along with a whole group of other people used to go up there and, uh, do our comedy therapy. That's yeah. what I that's yeah. what I call, that's what I call nice. this stuff. This is that's comedy nice. therapy. Yeah, it, actually, yeah. it actually helps you come up with jokes mm -hmm. and, and it helps you get a lot of stuff off your mind. Nice. Mm. But but anyway, Greg brought me up there and um, you know, I became a mainstay. Uh, next thing you know, they gave me a show um, through a whole bunch of um, <laughs> trial and error. But <laughs> I called it the 5150 show. So it started over there at uh, the Foxhole. But um, then, you know, uh, it moved on. Actually, it died out for a while because I had stopped doing it. But then it came back. And I just, I haven't I haven't um, tried to get with any places like Sirius XM or anything. Mm -hmm. I just I just do it on the internet and the numbers are crazy. The numbers, <laughs> the numbers are crazy. So a lot of that came from me being able to um, perform on the mic over there at the Foxhole. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people know all us. You know, I'm saying Clayton, Tangerine, yep. all the from when we was on the Foxhole, because wow. that that was a time when I, if you asked me, the Foxhole could have took over Serious oh, XM. Yeah, mm, but wow. Jamie had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, he had a lot of stuff, so he wasn't there all the time. But the Foxhole was this new thing mm -hmm. for the black people on that Serious yep. XM type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's how it started, and um, I'm continuing on. I continue it on with my show. And what year was yeah. that? Was you know, it, I don't even remember because we year stopped. It was. We stopped the Speedy Show like in 2010. Wow! So if wow. you started right after that, it wasn't right after. It was, it was after I was. You know, you miss it yeah. so much, and yeah. I just was like, I always watched how people set things up. Like I see how Dash got this set up, yeah, mm -hmm. and the location is dope, mm -hmm. and they got this set up. So I just wanted to set up my own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I always felt like, man, I need to take advantage of this stuff on my own. Yeah, yeah. not like it's nothing wrong with doing something with a vehicle like this because it comes with mm -hmm. a following as mm -hmm. well. But I wanted to create my own following. So I actually think now I can start doing shows off my 51. Brother, um, man. You have no, look, first of all, you have no idea. Let me tell you, these are, I just start uh, developing my YouTube in January, okay? Mm -hmm. Before that, when I'm just on IG or Facebook, I can't tell you how many comments that I read where people are like, hey man, hey, this is funny. You need to uh, get with Corey, get on that 5150 show. <laughs> like so many comments, yeah. just your fans from your show 
are worldwide. And I'm gonna tell you something else. When you look at your YouTube numbers for your uh, for your show, your show is like an hour and a half, two hours ranging. You have people engaged. I'm talking about in the hundreds of thousands that rock with your show. And YouTube people are real. Like they're gonna come out and see whatever you're doing. It helps me eat around the world. Man. You know what I'm saying? I travel and there's so many 5150 people there. But I tried to set it up where um you know, we have like a reunion show. Uh -huh. uh, I, I called Tangerine before yep. and I tried to set it up. It's mm -hmm. just, we never followed through, but mm -hmm. I hope one day, you know what I'm saying? Y'all come on my show. That would be fine. I'm gonna tell you, I'm so scared to come on your show, man. Because here's the thing: like Corey is literally my big brother, but the your your guests and your fans are so hard. I'm like, man, I don't want to say the wrong shit. Wow. I don't know. Should I? What can I not say? What can I say? You got it. Just a whole bunch of the people who sit around and smoke and drink around the yeah. house. It feel good to you know, like when you're on the corner, you signify. Yeah. Well, that's how they get to signify. Ain't nobody, nobody mean nothing by that. Eh. You know what I mean? So. I remember a lot. I remember Zoe, who was on my show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At first, he used to get kind of mad. But I was like, Zoe, you don't know them people? Yeah, Zoe has a quick temper. <laughs> Zoe, them people don't know you. They yeah. saying something to get a reaction. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, that's true. You know what true. I'm saying? So when somebody don't know you, because I said something on Zoe's show the other day, and it was a whole bunch of people talking crazy uh, about, oh, how you married and you say this type of stuff like that? And I'm like, I don't even know my situation. Yeah. Yeah. I think you want me to react to you. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But no, it's set up for you to react to me. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. That brings me to my next point, man. It's like, uh, to die, and I want you to go after me, Tange. When it comes to your stand-up and your voice, man, like I'm talking about, I've been watching since the original Def Comedy Jam, and I bring it up for a reason. Original Def Comedy Jam, you were still hints of Corey, like you're a hint of who you are now, but it wasn't mm -hmm. until it clicked a couple years later. My question is, what happened that made you click to, all right, look, this is me. I'm not doing no shit that want, that y'all want me to do. I'm doing what I need y'all mm -hmm. to see from me. What was that moment that clicked for you? Well, to be honest, in my life, it's only a, a couple of things that I'm really embarrassed about. Mm. Like, you know, you a handful of things and I'm like it's not worth it for me to front with my act mm -hmm. um, where I'm scared to talk about what it really is yeah you know what I'm saying in fact what I have found when you talk about what it really is people don't have nowhere to go with it that's mm. true if somebody knows that they can get under your skin by saying something oh yeah they'll do it yeah. they'll do it just because human nature sometimes makes you want to poke at people you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. but with me it's it's not really much because i'm a loner mm -hmm. nobody really knows me anyway mm -hmm. so, <laughs> I'm it's like i don't care what somebody says about me yeah I, I i can handle it so i just was like man i'm going to start speaking on it in my act because it's only one me yeah. Can't nobody do me like me. I've seen me imitate it. Uh, you are that's so funny. imitated, dude. Right, but I, nobody funny. can do it like me. It's this comic in New York. His name Freddie Ricks. Mm -hmm. When you go to New York, you see a whole bunch of comics doing these voices yeah. and, and all this stuff like that. And you be like, oh, okay. But then when you see Freddie Ricks, you know where they got it from. Mm. You be like, that's who they acting like. <laughs> they acting like that dude right there. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, I sort of feel like that when people haven't seen me and then, you know what I'm saying, they see variations of what I do. Ooh. It always shows up. Because I'm, I'm really talking about me. You have so, I used to uh, I used to always say this about, uh, you know, like Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, uh, especially Richard Pryor. They have so many comedy children 
meaning there are so many people who have taken their style and ran with it and done them. You have this distinct thing in your voice where you'll, you'll deliver something you like, yeah, I'm just, I told the bitch. Like when you say that, and I see so many comedians build an act off that, and like they take the essence of it. I'm like, no matter what, like you can make a couple dollars off that, but you can't take from the source because the source is always ever growing. Well, there's a comic, and he's he's a comic who's in a lot of controversy, and I feel like he got a real a, a slick way about himself. His mm. name is T.K. Kirkland. Ah, T to the MFK. T to the motherfucking K. I watched T.K. Kirkland perform, and he was one of the people that inspired me Wow. to say what the fuck is really on your mind because mm-hmm. I saw him using the word bitch on stage mm-hmm. when I was a young comic. Mm. And I was like, wait, you can say that? <laughs> you can say it like that? Because yeah. it was working for him. Mm-hmm. So I never watched his act yeah. and start trying to act like him. Mm-hmm. But I was inspired by him when I saw him say stuff that you are taught you're not supposed to say. Yeah. Mm. There is no you're not supposed to say nothing. You say whatever you want to say. I yeah. say I say stuff about um, people who are gay. Mm-hmm. I say stuff about whatever. But I tell you what, if you meet me, you will see I'm not no bully. Right. I'm not no I don't prey on the weak no. or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So all the weak bitches. Well well weak bitches put themselves out there to be preyed on and I am a witness <laughs> to that. I, I can show Burlington Coke Factory receipts and uh, <laughs> Weak bitches will go for little to nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's them. But Tangerine. That, it's no cutoff in this game. You gotta that's say you gotta say what you gotta say to be original to be really you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Real talk, real talk. I respect the F out of you, Corey, because I've watched you climb. Because I'm from LA, so I've seen you for years. When I first moved out yes, here, you I had knew the you. Honda with the Benz thing on Yes, it. I had a Honda with a BMW <laughs> sticker on the back. And I used to call it the Honda Beamer. <laughs> Because I knew one day I'd have a German engineer car, like I do. But it was it was a uh, it was a legend. That. Yeah, wild. It was a you legend. Had a Honda with a with a BMW. And my license that? plate said Tangerine, T A N J A R N. Wow. Yes, it's a legend. It's a legend. Like, I've never seen a BMW like this. <laughs> <laughs> this looked like a Honda. <laughs> it was nice though. I had sounds in it. It was always clean. Tank always full. Yeah. But I digress. So I've watched you climb, and I've seen. The takeover, as far as you know, the 5150 show, yep. you saying what you want to say and still booking TV acting jobs. Like mm-hmm. networks are still like, you know what, he's funny, we have to fuck with him. And I'm wondering, you know, we talk to a lot of comedians and they always have, you know, somebody who may have helped them where they are. Now you say TK Kirkland may have inspired you to know that you could say what you really want to say on stage, but is there anybody who like really took you under their wing and kind of showed you the ropes or anybody that was a mentor to you? I, I don't like to leave people out intentionally, but most of the people that did things for me weren't comedians. And unfortunately, it's because there's a competition thing that goes on between people who do the same thing you do. Mm. And it's all just a psychological disorder that can be fixed a lot of times yeah. after they meet you. Mm-hmm. Because uh, a lot of times when I meet people and they get a chance to talk to me, they always say, I thought you was this, <laughs> I thought you was this dirt bag or this, or this, or this bad guy and all yeah. like that. Yeah. And uh, I, I laugh at that mm-hmm. because I know that has stopped me from booking TV shows and movies. Mm-hmm. But all of the people who had the courage to, to meet me, take yeah. a meeting with me, it, it, it always works out. Like brothers like Tyler Perry, Annette Lee Bowser, mm. Jay Leno. Uh, I'm talking about these are people that I'm like, wow. 
I'm in their office. Yes. Yes. Talking to them. yes. They take a chance, and after they meet me, it's all good. Because you're a great person. Yeah. Incredible. Well, thank you. And Ted what Dray. you're saying <laughs> is it's factual. It's just hard for some people to hear. Yeah. But well, it's not it's not wrong. It, every, almost everything I booked for television was somebody who um, was in power at the time. And they just was like, I'm going to take a chance with this guy. Because they like the comedy. Yeah. yeah. Right. The, the comedy is like, it's kind of like, it opens a lot of doors for me. Just what I say on stage, even though there's so many people who try to correct what I say on stage. <laughs> I don't get mad at them. I laugh at it, really. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But all, all of the connections came from people who wind up having their own show or could take me to a show. Mm. Uh, this dude took me to Byron Allen thing. Uh, just people up under people. Everything in everything in Los Angeles is a connection. Yeah, it, real time. I don't care what you study, acting, whatever. The people who got on, they got connected. I yeah. mean, auditions work sometimes. Sometimes. But, but I know people who book shows through auditions. Then the other dude came in because he was more connected. <laughs> Facts. Clayton, Clayton, you know about that. Oh, God. I, oh, I know too well. Speaking, speaking of which, when it comes to projects, man, You've been out here. You've already paid your dues in spades. What are some failed projects that you worked on? Like, for example, uh, Tan just brought up this thing. I tested for this. <laughs> I tested for this show, man, uh, last year, and I was like, "Yeah, this is the one." You know, they wine you, they dine you. They're talking about how much they love you, blah blah blah. And then uh, it comes down, and then of course somebody else gets it. And you're like, "Damn." But then you go on to shoot other stuff. You're like, oh, this is dope. And it, then it doesn't come out for whatever reason. What have been some failed projects that you've been a part of that you're like, damn, that didn't come out, man? Well, one thing I remember the most was when Craig Robinson had a TV show. Mm. And we, I thought I had the thing booked because yeah. they was doing the money contract. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Telling me all this stuff. And then they went with Brandon T. Jackson wow. at the last minute. And I'm glad he got it. <laughs> yeah. Look, bro, I'm glad you got it. I ain't never hating on you. But I do think... Me and Craig would have made that a, hilarious. a more realistic brother brother yeah, thing. Yeah, you know? heck yeah, <laughs> that was a weird choice. And it would have been, I think it would have been funny because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know I know Craig from the beginning. Yeah, man, we both from Chicago. Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. Everybody don't know Craig used to play basketball like Charles Barkley. Really, <laughs> Craig was a monster. I didn't know that. Craig, get that ball over the block. <laughs> You know, he got them big ears, too. He push you with them ears. <laughs> messing with you, Craig. But, uh, <laughs> he hit you with them big ears. It, it, it blew my mind because I was embarrassed. They told me, okay, we need you to stop doing your 5150 show, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And I was really considering, like, I was like, damn, mm. what I'm going to tell oh. everybody? Because I wanted that money. Yeah, the that money brand. was good. Yeah. But then after they did that, mm -hmm. it changed me. Yeah. It, mm. it was a part of a trans tra transition. Hey man, look, I said to myself, you know what? I can't even audition like I used to. Cause I don't I can't I can't have you tell me all this, have me do the contract, and I'm starting to make changes and then like that. Take it away. Right, right, it's right. just yeah. gone. So I was like, well, you know, I because I want to do TV stuff. Yeah. But I've been off the radar for mm -hmm. a long time. And I got some I got some big stuff I'm working on now that comes from me and what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I got the right connection now to mm -hmm. get it on. So I feel like my time is coming, and I, and I always Absolutely. I try to tell confident people, don't worry about nothing. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. You can't control it anyway. You can't control it. You just lose it. sleep. Yeah. Right. Great advice. Right. Great advice. <sighs> you got me thinking about that show because I read for that show as the female love interest, and oh, yeah? I think Megan Good got it. But oh, to yeah. imagine yeah. me, you, and um, Craig got me the audition because he's a friend of mine as well. But that would have been a fun show to do <laughs> with you and him. Good chemistry. Man. That would have been a, a good show. We got a caller. Caller calling in. Uh, you're kicking it with Clayton. Who am I talking to? We 
talking to Bo from the D. Yay! Every week, she's the best. Yeah. So, Bo, I gotta ask you a question of the day. Uh, you, a friend of yours, gets out of your car and they have left a lottery ticket. You find out it's a winning lottery ticket. What do you do next? Well, first of all, I'm a person of my word. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna call that friend and tell them you left something in my car. Mm -hmm. Now, if they say whatever it is, throw it away. It's a wrap. <laughs> oh, because you're not going to tell them what it was well, that was left in the car. That's funny. You left, you left some stuff in my car. A mm -hmm. uh, lottery ticket, uh, a comb, a brush, whatever. Mm -hmm. What you want me to do with it? Right. You know, sometimes people be in search of a hurry, they don't care what you do with it because they wasn't supposed to be where they was at in the first place. That is wow. a fact. All right, well, I appreciate you, Bo, as always. I'm sure we'll hear from you soon again. Yeah, thank you, Bo. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, Bo. And, and Mr. Cray, <laughs> hey. that God got for you is for you. That's what's up. That's what's up. That God got for you is for you. It ain't for nobody else. So tell those other people they can kick rocks with sandals on. That's what's with up. sandals on. <laughs> kick rocks with sandals on. That I'm telling you. painful. Bo right, has the Bo. best quotes, man. Have a wonderful day on puppy. Yes. <laughs> That's that shirt I'm getting made. Thanks, Bo. Appreciate you, Bo. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's so funny that you say that, man, because you you ultimately have the power. Secret. Everybody that is watching this, everybody that's listening to this, you ultimately have the power. And whatever happens for you to switch gears and for you to realize that it's you, you can't control anything. But for me, seeing uh, hearing that story is so amazing because I never knew that. But it goes, it's a tribute to showing that happened and you like, yo, my fan base is this. And you continue to continue to continue to keep working, touching your fans when you go out on the road and it's about to pay off even further than it already has. Absolutely. But it's like, man, that uh, that reset, it messed me up. I'm not gonna lie. It happened in November. <laughs> it messed me up until March. Like wow. I was like, okay, because I looked at the money. That money, Corey, was more money than I had ever seen mm. in my life. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to get it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And, you know, <laughs> you know other things end up working out. But, uh, Haley, go ahead, give it to us. Yeah, man. So, Corey, you you one of the rawest comedians out here, right? I try to be. You try to be so <laughs> humble about it. <Yeah. laughs> man, I want to know, man, you don't even care about being politically correct. You just do what you do. Does that ever affect you with the business? I try not to do politics yeah. on stage because, you know, the way that splits the room, right. I'm not really True. into who is what. I mean, yeah. I feel like Donald Trump is a racist. I mean, I know Donald Trump is a racist. Right. That's what he said about that Charlottesville incident. And, and, you know, the things he did a to, lot the, of things he's to the Hispanic people out here. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he, he is who he is, but in this society, you know, you you can do things like that and get away with it if you're on a certain level. Yeah. Right. You know, if you and me, we say something like that, uh, we'll get in trouble. That's why you see a lot of people who might have booked a TV show. Yeah. How they so quick to apologize Ooh. for stuff they say mm -hmm. because they know they own them people dollar. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But once they get off that dollar, it goes back to the, <laughs> to, the to the regular person. Yeah. I want to be that regular person even if I'm on their dollar. Mm. I love it. And you, I love and I it. don't know if I can do it because you know it's like, hey, at this time, anything you say can be held against you in a way where you like, right. wow, did that really just happen? 
But I really feel like if they know you for that, mm-hmm. they can't hold it against you the same way they will if they don't know you for that. That's a great That's point. That's a great point. That's a great point. This wow. is me. This is who I am. I make jokes about everything. Mm-hmm. I, uh, recently, I saw the picture of the Me Too lady. Oh, my God. That was Oh, my God. One of the ugliest women I have ever seen in my life. I, I, I can't say when I anything. Saw her, I couldn't believe it. I was like, that's her? That's I crazy. see what her whole life she been saying what about me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we saw her and she does favor KRS one. Yeah, KRS with bad skin. <laughs> but you can't say that, Corey. You can't? You can't say that. Why you can't say it? Because it's wrong. Well. <laughs> is, it, is it wrong? Do you think she's attractive, Tangerine? I just told exactly. you what I thought about her. I just told you what I thought about her. I didn't, I didn't have to wait for you to say it. Sometimes things are obvious. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying you go around dogging people out all the time, mm-hmm. but this woman and what she has created has caused a lot of chaos yeah. in society Ooh. because there's a lot of people who have no principles who use this as a way to get ahead and get people in trouble. Yeah. So when I see who, who who started it all, I was like, oh my God, there's the problem right there. This is Leon, her problem. You see, have you ever seen her? What? The lady? The, the Me Too lady. When you look her up, you're going to see what I'm talking please, about. Please, people, Google her right her now. Her problem is not the problem of average to attractive looking women. If you're average to attractive, you don't have her problem. Yeah. Her problems is... The problems of people when you see them. They I know she has to see the reaction to people like when they see her. Yeah. Some people when you see them, you be like, oh, I didn't even know I said oh. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not gonna not talk about it. Yeah. She's a public it. figure. I love yeah. it. Leah, give it to me, man. <laughs> All right, man. So you know, um, we go way back, right? Um, even before I met you guys, you and Clayton, uh, I was a fan of y'all. Y'all comic, man. Y'all, y'all hilarious, right? And um, I met you guys at the Hollywood Improv, right? Mm. So, um, yeah, yeah, way back in the Improv. Back when, 1988, was it? 88. <laughs> okay. Leon is like 46, 47. Right. Thanks, Leon. All right, y'all joking, joking, joking. I ain't that old. Um, but I want to ask you, man, like, what was your big break in comedy, man? Uh, I can't really pinpoint one big break, but everything leads to something. Mm. Everything, the smallest thing. You never know what's gonna blow you up, man. Right. You never know. So it's like, I I always tried to be prepared when I got on stage um, to make a, make a do something that I felt like would stand out. Yeah. So that's what I would give advice to somebody. When you go on stage, okay, you got your act, you're working on your act, but when you're in Hollywood or working some of these shows where mm-hmm. just anybody can be in the audience, yeah. You want to try to do something where you feel good when you get off. Don't mm-hmm. do something just to be doing it. Right, 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 right. Some people just go up because they want to go up. Mm-hmm. When you go up in Hollywood, make sure you got something that is something that's going to be rememberable. Yeah. I mean, memorable. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, yo, you there is no one thing that happened. But I will say when I did the Shaq All-Star Comedy Jam um, in Dallas, uh, NBA All-Star Weekend, I knew that that set was like Bernie Mac set when he did Def Jam. Wow. I ain't, I ain't scared of you. Man. That set, yeah. when I got yeah. off stage, I was like, when they air that, mm-hmm. <laughs> anybody who see that will remember me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. a good feeling. So try to, I tell comics, try to get one of them sets where you know wow. this is killed. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Try yeah. to put it together. 
man, speaking that's real. of killer sets, oh, did you want to say something, Clayton? No, look, I'm just in awe, man. I'm always every time Corey talks, yo, I'm always just like, <laughs> it feels like I'm still that like 20 year old kid. Like when it comes, I'm like, man, I idolize this dude, man. It's just How like, old are you not, Clayton? I'm 32, man. <laughs> Wow, you a young buck. Baby. Yeah. You know you was that young? Man, it's like every, like, Corey is the comedian that every comic, like, first of all, we'll all be chilling anywhere, and they would be like, Corey about to go up. Like, oh, shit, let's see what, what Corey talking about. And then as soon as Corey get off, we all leave. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to mess with Corey said. That happened it's to me incredible. one day when this cat named Pablo Francisco went up. Mm. And uh, Pablo used to have this joke that I've seen people do variations of, mm -hmm. where he talks like the movie guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, oh my God, he rocked so hard <laughs> with that joke one day. And it was a showcase, a Hollywood showcase. Wow. And he just crushed it. And I wasn't ready for that, because it, it was my first time ever seeing somebody with a joke that was so strong yeah. that it shut the room down. Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, everybody left after that joke. There was a couple wow. of people out there, and I was like, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> rap. Oh, boy. You know who yeah. had a shutdown? I'm going to go to you, Taz. You know who had a, a joke that shut down Clills and he was doing it? You remember this. LeVar Walker was doing T.I. Yeah, it was a killer. Oh, he used to do this bit where he became T.I. This is uh, right around what you know about that when that came out. Mm. And he would turn into T.I., and I'm talking about Uptown would be demolished. You don't want to go after that. And it was just, wow. I was like, I'm so glad I went before this dude. He, wow. he, he would kill with that bit. That bit Man. got him a lot of gigs. Because it was it was one of the most powerful bits at the time. Yeah. Because he had him nailed. Man. I'm going to have to look that one up. Oh, it's on YouTube? <laughs> you will be so glad you did. LeVar yeah. Walker, shout out to you, man. Hope you will, brother. Sam, go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I was just thinking back. You know, like I said, I've known you, Corey, for years. And I've been in the room when you were destroying stages. But then I remember one time I was at the Laugh Factory in the restroom and girls had come in there like cussing about you. Ah, uh, yeah. F him. Why would he say that about abortions? He don't know my life. Like they're just <laughs> really, really pissed at you or whatever. But th at the same time, I feel like they laughed harder th at you than the men do. Like you still sell yeah. out shows. You still have these women on your side because yep. you're telling the truth about themselves mm -hmm. and they have to be able to admit that. So my question is, after these shows, what are these women saying to you? Uh, some people say stuff that is um, disrespectful. Um, mm. Most people, most people enjoy the show. Let me tell you something, man. Sometimes when you watch stuff, like you watch a scary movie, yeah. it's not pleasant, but it's something about that scary movie that reels you in. Like yeah. I want to see what happened. I want to <laughs> see what happened. That's what happens on stage with me, man. It's like my shows are not full of only men. Mm -hmm. You got right. a lot of women right. in your show. Right. They're, they're girls who bring they they like they like to bring the girl who don't know. <laughs> they, can, they can laugh at that's they funny. Like, we brought this bitch in the bad hair. What I do is I'm proud of what I do. It's right. educational. But then again, it was one time I was that was back when my uh, my stepdaughter was young. I guess she was about 13 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I went in this Pollo Loco uh, restaurant and this lady <laughs> walked up to me and she said, "Is that your daughter?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah." And she was like, all that stuff is going to happen to her. And I was like, <laughs> She was bitter. Well, see, I think that's insane to walk up to somebody you don't know. Yeah, right? That's what crazy. a child and say that. So it comes, with, it comes with mostly this. But every once in a while, you get wow. the weirdos out there Dang. who talk crazy. I have couples who argue at my show. I've actually stopped my show and taken a picture of this couple. Because the girl was like this. 
And the dude was laughing so hard. Uh, and she was she was trying to control his yep. laughter. And it's like, that stuff is so worth it for me. Yes, yeah. that's hilarious. I love watching stuff like that because Man. I know those couples are couples in crisis. And they not, <laughs> it hit too close they, to home. They're probably not going to make it. I mean, how, can, how can you be with somebody and you can't even laugh around them? Yeah. Somebody who tries to control your laughter, mm -hmm. that's a major red flag. That's a major right. red flag. If they don't like the show, they can they can they can I put it like this. If you don't like the show, maybe you can leave mm -hmm. instead right. of destroying it for the next yeah. person. Or say, hey, I'm going to go wait outside or something mm -hmm. like this. But I'll respect it more. I watch girls who try to control the atmosphere. They obviously can't control me because nah. I got the mic. You can't <laughs> mic. But, you know what I'm saying? They try to control the atmosphere of things around them. And those are the people you got to watch. You ain't got to watch me. Right. You got to watch these crazy people who right. think that they are supposed to run what's happening while they are around you. What's mm, the worst, funny. like when you've done, when you perform and uh, somebody gets rowdy, what's the worst thing that's happened that you had to gain control back to what was going on? Uh, I've been doing this a long time. It's, it's a couple of incidents. Nothing has actually gotten too out of control. And I think that comes from me not being little. Mm. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Because I've seen comedians who are smaller. People yeah. run up on stage on them. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. it's this comedian I know I, named Damon Williams. Look, he, I, I always see people run up on stage <laughs> on him. <laughs> that's like, scary. They, they size you up. God damn it, you look, you know what I'm saying? No, that's crazy. I actually <laughs> like when they run up on him, to be honest. <laughs> I don't like him, but. Oh. <laughs> I was wondering why you said his name. I'm like, you must not like care for the dude. He's not, he's not like me. He doesn't act like me, but I've seen, I've seen about four Four people run on stage on him. Wow. That's and that's just what I've seen. You know what hey. I mean? That's just what I've What is he talking about that makes people come on stage? I think he's just the type of person the guys look at and be like, I'll oh, beat his ass. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm just saying. He's a, he's a local guy out of Chicago. God bless you, Damon. I hope it happens for you. <laughs> The most disingenuous yeah. God bless you ever. Well, that's me jabbing. That's me jabbing. But he, he did stuff in my career to try to stop me. He's Clayton, you, you're a comic. I know you know about those people from your city mm -hmm. that have jealousy mm. about their about themselves. Oh, yeah. And they try to put barricades in front of your career. Mm -hmm. He was one of the dudes that did that to me. So that's, that's why I, I go in on him now. I'm like, man, I let that get away. I let that go go on for so long. How would he stop you like back in the day? Well, um, when, back in the day when BET was a, the Comic View show was on, they um, they went through him. Like Comic oh. View doesn't know. Mm -hmm. They go through different comedians yeah. that they know. Mm -hmm. And Damon made sure I wasn't part of Damn. the hate and the trip out there. And like everybody from Chicago, they they combined the Chicago comics with the Milwaukee comics. And the Milwaukee comments was like, where's Corey and Jeff B? Oh. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, Damon had found a way to make that not happen. Wow. But it, it never, let me tell y'all something about that, though. Yeah. Nothing anybody does can stop what you're doing. Amen. Amen. They, they can't stop it. Yeah. So now that he did all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you and look he at him. Still, no, he was opening up for me at one time. Oh! Still didn't say nothing. The only reason I stopped him from opening up because he did something else in my show. Dang. Oh, God damn it, he's still doing this shit? Damn. <laughs> now you can't open no more, boy. <laughs>
I'm gonna let one of the new guys open who deserve it. You know what I mean? The, wow. the people who deserve a chance to be seen. Yeah. Absolutely. Everybody's seen Damon. He used to open for the Kings of Comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. He politicked him. his way to that and nothing happened. That mean the country confirmed. Wow. <laughs> wait, look at Clayton. Look at Clayton. Yeah. <laughs> when you open up for the Kings of Comedy, I think most of Black America saw you. Yeah. This yeah. was a pretty successful tour. For sure. And it sure. led to nothing. Damn. Damn. Oh, yeah, my he God. Heard me. He the heard country me. has shown. He said the country confirmed it. The country confirmed it. I would man. start stripping or something just to make a fool out of myself <laughs> rather than make a fool out of myself trying. Like, <laughs> if you make a fool out of yourself because you know you ain't good and stuff, that's different. Oh, my God. But he's him. actually making a fool out of himself. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to make it, dude. I'm telling oh, you, man. You well, there's the truth. Invest in apples. Start selling apples. <laughs> Nah, you can't open no more. Kill me, bro. <laughs> Here's the funny. It's like, man, I'm going to give you this. So it's like, you This guy hear... started with me. He started, it was me and Dion Cole uh -huh. and Damon. We all started at the same time. How about that? Mm. Yeah. He's man. the only one that's not up there then. He, man, wow. You know, yeah. God, God show you, God show you his ways in, in weird ways. You know what I mean? It's like, yo. <laughs> This cat, he's had every opportunity too. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm talking about him because I like it. Because mm -hmm. you know he talks about me too. And then one day I saw him when I got on this airplane in Detroit, and it was so funny because I saw him when he got out his Uber. Yeah, I was laughing. Yeah. I was like, I bet he on his flight to Chicago. Oh <laughs> so when he saw me on that plane, he was like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> laughing my ass off. Because I'm not mad at him like, hey, motherfucker, let's fight. Yeah. I, I'm mad at him in a way where I'm, I'm talking about him because that's mm -hmm. what I do. Yeah. yeah, I think I can make it funny talking about it. You already yeah. have. I'm yes. glad it's working out. That's yeah. my that's my point. <laughs> it's so interesting, man. You said a point that is so real. And I this is one of the stories that I hold on to just as far as my life lessons. And Tanj knows this. Uh, and this is inadvertently how another time you helped me and had no idea that you helped me. So uh, there was this assistant to a casting director that never wanted me to meet Bentley Kyle Evans. Like never, like every time uh, he was doing a show and she was helping uh, the casting director cast it, my name would never come up, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, damn, how can I get in front of Bentley? And uh, you know, one, one show he was working on, The Rev, Tangerine was on, and uh, she was like, yeah, come to the set, I'll introduce you. I was like, wow, wow, this is extremely easy. And a connection, like you said. So I go meet him. Uh, he's super cool. This begins the relationship. I run into the assistant casting chick. And she's like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing here? And I'm like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm just up here. Who, who are you here to see? How'd you, how'd you know about this? And I'm like, man, just know that you tried to keep me from this, right? right? And then this is how uh, you come in and play, Corey. So fast forward, <laughs> uh, family time is shooting. And at the time, Black Jesus is shooting at the same time. So Corey can't do uh, the episodes for season two. And now this creates, uh, they had to split the character. Like, all right, Corey can't make it. Now with his episodes he was doing, let's create two different characters and just split it like wow. that. Yep. And I end up auditioning for one of the characters of the split of the two. And I'm the only one of the two that continued to make it through. But anyway, um, and Facts. this was uh, six years ago. And here we're about to go into the seventh season. If you had not been able wow. To not, if you would have been able to do that role, I would never have gotten that blessing. But the fact that you were able to, you was like, yo, I'm doing Black Jesus, I can't do it. I was able to get that blessing. It was like, man, this dude is forever big brother, dude. And, and so thank me, you, Corey. Trust me when I tell you this. Yeah. It was, it was, it's already, it's already done. Mm. Mm. It's already done. I mean, like, what? It feels good that I that my name can be put in that. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, that was yours. Man. That was yours to get, man. Um, they, see, 
you can't really you don't you don't know everything because we only have um, limited use of our brain. Yeah. We don't know how to use our brains to its full That's potential. A you know what yeah. I'm saying? But I'm gonna tell you something. I have faith, and I'm not talking about church faith. Mm-hmm. I honestly have faith that these steps I'm walking, I know they ain't all right, yeah. but they're going to lead to mm-hmm. the, the place I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to believe that out here because nothing is guaranteed. Facts. Yeah, it's actually, if you think about the logic, it, it would make you say, oh, it's insane for me to be out here trying to do this. Right. Yeah. That's so true. Absolutely. The, so true. The odds just don't add up. Yeah. yeah. But if you just walk your path and have that faith mm-hmm. in what mm-hmm. you're doing, yeah. and you can't fake faith. No. Uh, no. A, lot of, a lot of people who try to do it, and it's hilarious yeah. watching them talk about it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I met some dude, I was at that veggie grill, and this dude was telling me about how he did all this and here. I'm like, you just took five minutes to say hi <laughs> with your resume. Like, That's you know unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? Unnecessary. People, people who, they don't, they don't believe in themselves. That's yeah. why they do that. Oh, yeah. They don't yeah. believe in themselves. If they go, if they're gonna say something to you, they say, "Hey, how you doing?" It's whatever, genuine. whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it, it all works out anyway. Mm, That's yeah. a good point. It's I hate when point. people lead with the the resume. Hey, uh. hey, what's going on, man? Yeah, you might know. Oh, I, oh, you gonna love this? Do you remember? Um, <laughs> you remember CB4, the movie CB4? <laughs> yeah. Also, he was in. Uh, it was another movie. So I'm at this, I'm at this like party and it was a bunch of like older cats, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and this guy comes up and he's like, Yeah, hey, how are you guys? We're like, hey man, how you doing? I'm about to go right back into the conversation. And the guy's like, Yeah, you know, it was uh it was crazy. You know, a lot of people come up to me and they're like, Hey man, I remember you from C B four. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, you know, I worked on that and I got a chance to work with the late great Robin Harris. And I'm like, why does this sound like the inside the actor studio conversation? <laughs> right. you, and you didn't ask him no I questions. I didn't ask him anything. Yes. Well, this, this happens wow. in Hollywood. First of all, it's a lot of people wow. who are actually insane trying to make it. Facts. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that doesn't intimidate me. And mm-hmm. It doesn't make me mad at them. But you can catch me on a day, and mm-hmm. Clayton saw this. <laughs> you oh, can no. catch me on a day where I don't feel like being Hollywood. Brother. Oh, if man. I'm out here, I'm going to try to smile. And be the Ooh. nice, kind dude that I feel like you should be if you're out here. Okay. But some days I'll be like, all right, man. Leave me alone today. I don't feel like Yo. smiling today. Ah, uh, keep and that's it real. What I said, right? Yo, are you ready? Let me tell you what happened. So Corey is referencing. <laughs> we were at the comedy club. This but he past. did that to himself because last time uh-huh. I, I saw that brother. Yeah. He 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 would not stop talking to me for. But I let him have it too for mm-hmm. about twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Wow. African dude? Yeah. I knew who you were talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Mm. He was good at that. Yes. What a coincidence. Well, yes. Clayton saw me get out the car the next time I saw him. <laughs> That's crazy how that worked out. You was there that night. You yes. had just came out. Yes. You, saw, you saw how he was all up on Yes. And because oh. I was nice, he wouldn't leave it alone. Yeah. But on this night, I oh. wanted him to know. <laughs> Nice nigga ain't here. Yeah. Oh, that's we funny. will tear this motherfucker up and <laughs> oh, <wow>. This guy, <laughs> I'm talking about. So, mind you, I haven't, I haven't seen Corey in a couple of months because it was really cold the last time I saw you. you had your old school, yeah. and so this night I'm super excited. I'm like Corey. I always give him a big hug, and, <laughs> and this guy comes up and he started talking. But before he could start talking, Corey was like, "Look, brother, uh. I'm not doing that shit tonight. Okay, you got me last time for 20 <laughs> minutes." Hey, how are you? God bless all of that. You're not doing this shit to me again tonight. And then he walked away and shook everybody's head. I died 
<laughs> laughing, dude. I didn't got into almost fights with people up there. It was some dude. Uh, I think this comic named Cookie instigated that though. Mm. It was this dude. He supposed to be some motorcycle. Um, um, yeah, mm. about, you know. Anyway, he was trying to get me to come do his a show at his little motorcycle thing. Okay, uh, and I was like, oh man, I don't do that stuff no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested, brother. But thanks anyway. Yeah, but he honest. was not having that. Yeah. <laughs> he was acting like I was trying to diss him, and I was what? looking at him. He was a big dude, but uh -huh. I was looking at him. I was like, he drink a lot. Mm. He, you ain't gonna be able to whoop me, dude. Yeah, you can take him. You can take him. I know you might be a bad boy, but but he was shocked that you know what I'm saying. But I think that girl, it's this, it's this little female comic, sort of comic, or whatever you want to call her. She from the D. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think that was her friend, mm -hmm. and she instigated that. Mm. And I've never done none of that, girl. Yeah. You wrong, Cookie. I ain't never done none of that, girl. But. That's what life throw at you sometimes. Mm. How can you handle these situations? You yeah. gotta be ready for these situations. Some people get mad at you because you attractive, mm -hmm. ladies. Mm -hmm. That's true. It's That's girls true. who, are, who yeah. really be ready to fight you because they know they gotta buy all they drink. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> they, they, uh, the only person bought them a drink. <laughs> Well, the detectives, when they came to ask him about this cute girl, they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is so funny. Hate is real. You got to remember no, that. It is real. Prepare for these moments when you're at home sometimes. Think how you would handle it if somebody walk up on you. When you're with your, when you're with your lady. Yeah. Y'all got to prepare for what could happen while you out. Yeah. Look, babe, if I get into it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Y'all got to do this, do that. Fast. I actually, I actually, well, I'll put it like this, man. You Sometimes, you Carrying a carrying a weapon in LA is yeah. um you, you can get in real trouble for that. Yeah. But yeah. but depending on where you are, mm -hmm. sometimes you have to have that's a mm, fact um backup. Mm -hmm. And you need to tell your girl, look, this is where the thing at. And yeah. it, look, I'm gonna take you to the range mm -hmm. so you ain't as unfamiliar with it as yeah. okay. I'm telling you, okay. sometimes y'all practice drills. Just cause you okay. with your girl, yeah. somebody try to start a fight with you. That's a fact, wow. man. That's a fact. You have to be prepared for these moments. It's actually some, I feel like somebody should write a book, how you and your girl need to prepare for when mm. they jump off. Because mm, it happens dope. a lot. That makes me, mm. that makes me wonder though. Like when you're in public, cause you, you've attained so much fame mm -hmm. and you know, from everything you do, what, what's one of your weirdest moments in encounters with a fan, like a weird fan? Like, mm. you one, know what I mean? One Especially of the latest you and your ones family. was, um, I, I started going now to the Savoy because mm -hmm. the brother Jonathan got the comedy nights down there yep. that Chris, Chris is in charge of. But I know what comes with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is not Hollywood. No. If you're not familiar, the Savoy, ladies and gentlemen, is located in Inglewood, yeah. California, hey. so it's kind of the hood. <laughs> yeah, ain't no kind of. But Chris Spencer is a Hollywood comic, so he can bring out, you know, some big name people to be on the show. I in told Chris he should be a, he should be an agent because you know everybody. <laughs> Chris Spencer know everybody. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. He does. Yeah. But on the real, so I said, okay, so I'm going to start going down here because mm -hmm. I don't really go, I don't go where I feel like drama going to come. But yeah. I started going down there, um, you know, occasionally because mm -hmm. I know the brother who owned it, and he a good, you know, he he good to me. He ain't yeah. never done nothing slick to me. So it was this dude, man. It was so <laughs> funny. He, I, okay, I met him at Roscoe's one day. He was mm -hmm. a waiter at Roscoe's, mm. but you know they got to sell you their dream gotcha. while they down here. And so gotcha. He got me. He got me about ten minutes of that. <laughs> but then when he saw me at um, the Savoy. 
you know, he was acting all cool and everything. I'm yeah. like, but I was trying to play him off, but I didn't want him to feel like I was being mean. Yeah. So I gave him like an email on me or something. Oh. So he just, he destroyed that email. That email. Oh, no. Oh, that no. email, so many. It's me again. This is a, <laughs> it's a real stalker, dude. It's me again? Yeah, I got so many of them. It's me oh. again. Oh, but imagine if you'd given him your phone number. Oh, gosh. You don't do no, that. That's what yeah. happened, Tangerine. I made a mistake. <laughs> I saw all the emails. But I'm, see, I, my problem is I be wanting to be on this man stuff no. sometimes. Oh, so I called him. I was like, man, no. homie, you sent me about 30 emails. No. And he snapped. I spent my money to come down there and support you at Void. Oh, and I was like, oh, he crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but then he ended one of the conversations with blood. And I was like, oh, oh okay. No. Well, see, I know a couple of people since I've been out here. Yeah. I'm like, I got somebody for that. Yeah. I got somebody for that. <laughs> That's yeah. what I say. If I feel like I can't handle it. Yeah. Because what they do, they all act like, you know, they, they, they make you look bad in front of other people. Mm -hmm. And then, you become the bad guy, they become the victim. Yep. Yeah. But I know people out here, so I made a couple of phone calls. They was like, he ain't even from here. He from Oakland. He ain't even this, that, and other. Oh. So, you know what I'm saying? I bring this story up because I still ain't ran into him again. You got but the hood facts on him. I don't want to run into <laughs> it. Yeah. I want to be like, what was that you were saying on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I ain't saying I'm tough. I don't think I'm tough. Mm -hmm. In fact, I know I'm not who I used to be. I done got older. <laughs> oh, you know okay. <laughs> Stuff like that, but... Man, yo, you yeah. called him from your actual number, Corey. <laughs> I wanted him to stop sending him email because I didn't want to get rid of that email. <laughs> you know, you can block people in email. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, but I actually like keeping stuff that people send to me. I got stuff that people sent to me from so long ago. Yeah, I can, I'm talking about especially voicemails. Mm. I could make the dopest. Female voicemail. Oh, this no. Track. Do oh, it. no. Because they all say the same thing. It's so funny. <laughs> Please put that out. It, man, it, it, it is hilarious how people always try to act like you did something to them when they did something to themselves. Absolutely. Mm. And they I've, never understand it. I've never done anything wrong to anybody. In fact, mm -hmm. I'm not ashamed to say I always leave money. That's dope. On the dresser mm -hmm. and take a picture of it for my receipt. That's I like real that. Talk. I like that. Pay for your services. There you go, right here. They always take the money. I'm gonna leave this for you, okay? Okay. Oh my god. But you know what? The receipt thing is smart. Oh, it's so smart on so many different levels that I can't even break down on air. But it's genius, and you already know why. Because you will get set up out here, and if you think you above that, we. Problem with men, we always think we ahead. Yeah, you always. Never ahead. Never. That girl is gonna get you, boy. You know, <laughs> you know she ain't really feeling you like that, but she need that two hundred dollars or whatever you put on the counter. Oh my <laughs> goodness! <laughs> put it right there. I'm it right there. <laughs> Listen. I think you should honestly do the voice. Well, if you put together the voicemail, and it's super easy, you hit the share button because you got the iPhone, hit the share button, put it in your iMovie, put all of them together, and drop that shit on the second part of your like comedy album if you drop it. Yeah, with some beef behind it. Because I don't kiss and tell like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's like, 
it's amazing how people had the same thing to say about you and you've only done what you've done since you've known them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they thought they were going to change I've you. I've never changed yeah. or switched up who I am. I come through, wash <laughs> up, and leave. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Every once in a while, the ones who seem like they got a little self-control, yeah. I give them a real chance. Take yeah. them out to Olive Garden. The Olive Garden. Is that the fancy spot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All these restaurants like that oh where they be in that friendly. <laughs> you should see them when they order like the second drink, so then when they want the third, now I can get another drink. He <laughs> <laughs> got money. Right. This is this is my life. I'm enjoying my life watching the game. Mm-hmm. This That's is funny. the game, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't hold it against nobody as long as y'all do nothing vicious to me. If we get a caller, caller, you are talking. You man, Corey. <laughs> caller, hilarious. you're kicking it with Clay. Who am I talking to? This is Mo again from the <laughs> And I'ma have to touch on a couple things the Corey didn't see. All right. The me, the me, the me Too movement. Yeah. The toe up from the flow up. Yeah. She looked up the picture. She was being misused and abused because of that face, brother couldn't get where he was trying to go. That's right. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. That's why. She got the Me Too movement trying to act like, you know, she didn't have no problem. She did, because when they saw that face, it wasn't mm. happening. Mm. <laughs> okay? Now, this next one uh, about losing the money on the nightstand, <laughs> her job was to be kneeling and laying. Ooh. That's Whoa. what she was about. Kneeling, kneeling and laying. laying. <laughs> They call them lot lizards in certain parts of the country. You know, they'll be at the truck stops. You know yeah, what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. But all I'm saying is she was milling and laying for her job. Don't get offended. Take the money and run because all I needed to do was do what I did and see you. Don't act like you know me tomorrow because I don't know who you are. Dang, Bo broke it down. That's real, though. Bo Cole. Okay, that's all Bo is saying from the D. Have a wonderful day on purpose, and I may call back. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank what's you, Bo. All right, Bo. That's what's hilarious. Up to you? Can I say job. one thing about that? Go ahead. Clayton, check this out. This is another thing about women like that. Mm-hmm. They never think they're that. Yeah. yeah. They <laughs> never identify. Yeah. With who they are. Yeah. Especially if you bought them something to eat first. They always yeah. think they're more important than they yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll be like, you just you just told me you was going to get put out of here. Because mm-hmm. you wow. didn't have this $150 <laughs> I brought up. Yes. But they will act like they are the queens yeah. of the world. <laughs> so you have, to be, you have to be really careful when you are around people like that. Because after they feel like either they're done with you mm-hmm. or it's starting to go left, mm-hmm. They might do something to try to set you up. Mm-hmm. You wow. have to keep that in mind. I never thought about that. Yeah, That's man. a great point. This comes mm. from this comes from trial and error. And, and stuff people stuff Experience. people show me on the internet. On yeah. the, the, the yeah. internet got so many different point of views from people who are so intelligent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Stuff they would never allow to be seen on television because it'll wake people up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, everything you can learn in college is on the internet. Real but talk. The Facts. reason, the reason it doesn't talk. matter is because most people won't take advantage of it anyway. Yeah, they won't. Wow. <laughs> they can live on that internet. College is on the internet. If it you, is. If you want, you want to go to college, that's on you. But it's all everything you need, everything you go learn in college is right there on the internet. Yeah. Real talk. <laughs> Whenever you come into a problem that you want to face, the answer is on the internet. Every time. Like I remember 
the first time I even thought about that, I was like, man, I was trying to tie this uh, double Windsor knot tie. And I was like, man, how do I tie? The, I know how to tie a tie, but how do I do the double Windsor knot? Let me go on YouTube. And it was like, bam. And I was like, wait, I could do this with everything I want to know. How about that? Everything. I'm just and talking about the facts. There are a lot of opinions on the internet, but yeah. it's a lot of facts on the internet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you can, well, some stuff is um, said to be facts, but you got to read yeah. through yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can learn a lot just by, just what, like what you said, Clay. Yeah, man. You know I mean? It's so many, like, I remember uh, there was a, or better example, last night with the movie, there were some things in the movie that I saw, I was like, oh man, I wonder what this was. You go straight up, you find everything you're looking for mm -hmm. in comparison to, I remember when I took a film class my freshman year of college, and they were telling us this, and we were just watching movies, and he was like, yeah, if you pay attention to the undertones and the lights of this, this is what this scene means. And I'm like, mm. we're just watching movies every week. Like, we're not doing anything. I've learned more from a YouTube tutorial on how to edit my own video Heck yeah. than I ever did in my film class, and I was paying tuition for this, but you know what I mean? They have yeah. to justify the tuition and try to, they, like everything you can learn in those classes, they could teach you in a week. Mm -hmm. Yes. But they gotta yeah. stretch it out. So yeah. and they repeat to stuff be honest, a lot. To be honest, college is the biggest jip. It really is. In mm. America. There are so many people in debt and can't get jobs with this degree that they have. Yes. Max. It's yes. like, I can't believe they're still getting away with it. Because <laughs> they instill in you at a young age that you need to go to college you to be successful. You need your education. And they used to say crime, you needed a bachelor's. Oh, yeah. Now they say you need a master's because, you, you know, you'll stay in longer, you'll spend more money, and then they'll talk you into getting another degree. Instead of being degree. honest. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying there are some people who need to be placed yeah. in society. Yeah. If you fit this description, you should try to go somewhere and get um, a, a vocation that will Facts. Yeah. place, you, place cool. you in society. Mm -hmm. But there is like most of the people in the entertainment business, we we free thinkers. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? we, we're not going. We're not going to do well in college. And look, check it out. They'll try to use your college GPA to um, show this is how smart you are. Yeah, and it means nothing about how smart At I am all. because when I get bored. Mm -hmm. I start losing focus right away. Yeah, <laughs> it's like when yeah. some, somebody is talking too much. Like yeah. especially um, these women I was talking about, these, <laughs> uh, underachievers. Uh, yeah. Uh, underachievers in the poverty. That's who I go in after. In the poverty. Yeah, poverty stricken underachievers. <laughs> poverty stricken underachievers. Right. Because they need me. They need me. They can't. Oh, wow. they, they don't have the um, financial independence to do right by themselves. <laughs> These so are facts. I don't take advantage of them, but I do use them for their need. <laughs> for their need? They when need they're that 100, $150, $200. That's normally my limit, 200 I'm like, right. even though some girls ask for 200 I'd be like, you want 200 <laughs> I know you ain't trying to get 200 Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> We're going to oh. take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Yo, Kicking It With Clayton. Your got bleed. No, go ahead. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we'll be back. You're kicking it with Clayton. There we go. They all came through, caked up, and caked out through the uh, side of the window. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with more Kicking With Clayton. I have the amazing Haley Alexis. I got Tangerine. I got Leon Ross. We got Jessica Lee on the ones and twos. We have our very special guest, Mr. Corey Holcomb. And you're kicking it with Clayton. Haley, take us away. What? Where are we going? Sorry. God, sorry. Damn it, Haley. We the, talked about we this. We talked about this. All right, cool. You know what? I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me off guard for the first time. She's pretty, though, y'all. She's she pretty. She's coming here looking like a, a strawberry shortcake, and this man. is the one time. And she's caked up and caked out with the tiniest up. shorts on today. Right, I got to shout, shout it out. Look at that. I got to shout it. Because you didn't see her walk in. Okay. 
First of all, she was already seated. Wait till she get up. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wait till she get up, y'all. Right, they ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Haley sitting on her. But what I do want to know, I'm gonna put it back on. No, court. you're not about to. No, get I'm, I'm putting it back on court. Haley kicked up and kicked out. Go ahead, give yeah, me another one. I'm gonna holler at her. Y'all can oh, ask yeah. me some real shit. I, 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 I get I get excited about real shit, so I ain't scared of shit. Y'all can ask me whatever. Okay, well I was gonna ask you your top five favorite comedians, but I'm gonna ask you your <laughs> least favorite first. Great question. Oh, my least favorite. Least favorite comedians from Corey Holcomb. Give it to us on this. Clayton Thomas exclusive. Well, it's this one cat from St. Louis. Everybody know I don't, I don't have a... Uh, oh, G-Bang? Well, I know him as G-Strain. Dang. What's your problem with him? Well, he's always been a hack. Uh, mm. I mean, like, never been an original... He was a promoter when I met him in St. Louis. Okay. I mean, you know, when you come out to L.A., you can be whatever you want to be. Mm. So now he's out here, and he's um, doing... Um, I call it other folks' comedy. Oh. And I just say he's my um, least favorite comedian because wow. he's a coward. He tries to get... This is what he does. He does things that are... Um, that, that warrant ass whoopings, and then he goes and pays people to help him in that situation. I know a lot of comedians who do that. Big-name comedians, too. Y'all, let's they hear really, it. You're really, keeping it real today. Let's really, hear the names. Well, the reason I can't say the big name... Because <laughs> you want to work with them. I'm, I'm working with them. No, I don't give a fuck about working with anybody. I okay. Mean, I check any motherfucker. But I'm just saying, uh, I don't want to do it because I know what happens. We go to war. Oh, when yeah. we go to war, it ain't just no fight. Somebody yeah. Somebody can get hurt. Oh. Yeah. Because, well, I, they, I know they won't fight me. Mm. They're just going to go get people. And then I'm going to go get people. And then it's it just going to turn into that. That Best. is war. So that is a war. So that's why I won't say their name. But that's the same thing um, um, Gary Johnson does. And um, I'm just saying. I, that's G-Thang's real government name. Yeah, G-Strang's government okay, name is Gary it, Johnson. A nail tech from St. Louis. And, um, <laughs> Don't you dare call him a nail technician. <laughs> a nail tech. <laughs> Don't say it like it's common knowledge. Like it's a fact. <laughs> I know it before y'all. <laughs> The nail tech. That is hilarious. Nail tech from St. Louis. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so he's not original. Is there anybody um, else who you don't, that you're no, not fond of as a comedian? Everybody else, the relationship can be mended with probably just a conversation. In fact, That's I pull people to the side that I feel like it, it may be some some static. I'll, I'll walk up to you humbly and be like, yo, is this something we can do to fix this? Because I don't even think it's worth it. That's well, big. I don't even That's know what great. happens right. sometimes. Because I, I don't care about being the guy who looks like the punk. Because mm. I know who I am. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Facts. So I'll walk up to anybody that I got static with and just mm. say, yo, man, I want to fix it. I don't want no problems with you. And most of the time when you do that, it get fixed. Yeah. Mm. That's great. But it's like you're like, that's an example of you're a man. Like, that's what a man does. Like, anytime you have a problem with somebody, hey, man, uh, let's have a conversation, brother. And then it goes from there. But to have the problem and you guys never address it and then it's just awkward in the room or whatever, it's just like, that's something else. But it's and, like... And the key to it is to come to somebody humbly. Mm -hmm. you, got, you got to be humble when you speak to people. Don't be like, hey, man, let me holler at you. <laughs> that sounds like you coming with aggression. Right. I walked yeah. up to people who know, I mean, I'm not worried about you, but mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I will say, hey, man, listen, can I please talk to you about what's going on? Yeah. I hope it's something that yeah. I can fix. Yep. And then a lot of times they feel like, okay, well, let's see what he's talking about. Yeah. Most of the time it gets fixed just like that. It gets fixed. Yeah. I, I want to like give Clayton Thomas props because you are good at addressing an issue with people if you have it and, and being upfront with them and letting them know and trying to work it out. I appreciate that. I, I just, I'm always one of those people that, um, I don't like, I'm a person that replays something 80 times in my head after something happens, and I, it stays with me unless I address it right then. So it's like, I hate 
getting into it with somebody at night because that means I got to wait till the, the morning, morning yeah. to talk about it. So I'm like, damn, if I could get into an argument in the afternoon. Plate? Oh my See, God. Uh, <laughs> you license plate, you find out everything about them. That, that's the scariest thing in the world, oh. having a real license plate on your car. Damn. They can find out everything about you. Uh, I guess I never thought about that. That's true. <laughs> Well, see, I've been around some scandalous brawls. Chicago, man. taught me some stuff. Out here. I, in L.A.? Man, uh, these girls out here have taught me all kind of scams. I'll be wow, like, what? wow, you can do that? And they be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you getting 200 from now on. She got a raise. <laughs> that's funny. Haley, give it to me. That's that, Now that's a fear. That's, that's a fear. Okay. Knowing what you can do with a license plate, oh, I yeah. never knew. You can do it with an IP address to a computer, too, though, and a phone number. Good People to know that I got that kind of woman in my yeah, life. Yeah, you, you can get a lot Jesus. of information off of somebody from finding mm -hmm. out their IP address on their computer, which you can trace back to a comment they've left or to their email address. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Before Speaking you ask that, Haley, because I first of all I respect and love your transition. That was something that's the best of the she's, business. She's You're killing everybody it. today. You understand she's me? She's good at transition. Uh, what I will say, I did so. No, it's not a compliment. We're just giving you your props. Are you a comedian? Damn it, Haley. No. Oh, no. Actress. Okay. Actress. Uh, so, when was, these fools going to take care of you, Andy? Uh, oh, uh, you want to hear that story? <laughs> she won't even let. Here's the thing. Haley uh, is this type. Haley is the, hey, Corey, would you would you like some shoes? I saw some shoes. I want to buy you some shoes. You'd be like, no, no, no. Let me buy you an outfit. No, no, no. I don't need clothes. I just want to buy you everything that you ever want. That's who she is. First of all, Facts. I hate him. <laughs> She's one of those independent women. Okay. That no, the not, new generation it's loves. Not, it's not even independent. It's I'm here to help, to serve others. Like, I like to give mm -hmm. because I'm in a position where I can. So, moving on. Mm. I got a, a satchel full of quarters. I tried to put quarters in her machine to, to park. She said, no, I got it. I got like 85 quarters right now for yeah. my son. Sir, and I, I couldn't even. Yeah, but I was trying to put it in there. You're like, no, I got it. Let me pull out my MasterCard. It's like, <laughs> I, I got a thousand quarters on me right now. I don't have Master. I have Amex, so. Anyway. You say you got Amex. <laughs> what is that? Oh, American right. Express. Oh, y'all don't know Amex. Oh, the crazy people of credit cards. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you can pay for the next one. Nah, it's good now. You know, I'll say you're welcome. Yeah, too she, late now. You saved my parking spot, so that that was all I needed, and I appreciate that. That is nice. And she's grateful. You see that? I really yeah. am. Uh, Thank the, you. The, uh, go back, Haley. What were you about to ask, Corey? Uh, did you want me? I, I was going to ask about your fears because we were on that, and it made me think about. Um, your fears out here in this industry. The, like, the uh, only thing I care about is the three little secrets I try to keep. Oh, <laughs> I'm talking wow. about three and four secrets. He, he mentioned oh, that trying, earlier. I try to keep. So you're not going to reveal Did you that. find out? No. Hey, <laughs> I really want to know. <laughs> That's my only fear. The three little secrets I'm trying to keep. The three little secrets I'm trying to keep. Maybe that's the name of a book, too. That is. That, that, that would sell. Because it ain't much I care about when it comes to what people think about me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is there anything you need, you like, you want to try to overcome? Yeah. Um, following through. Mm. Sometimes mm. I don't follow through. A lot of the people out here who are successful are the people whose mind is programmed where they can follow through with what they do. Mm. The best scripts are not the people who are getting money for the scripts. The mm -hmm. best scripts uh, normally come from like uh, creative people who, for whatever reason, don't have the mental capacity to finish it. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. But the people who have the mental capacity to get it done, yeah. they just keep getting shit done. And yeah. eventually, something go through. Facts. Wow. So they wind up eating. They got the houses on the hill, and yeah. they're not the most talented that people. Yeah, mm -hmm. the, one of my favorite quotes, two of my favorite quotes, one of them is, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. 
And that is exactly explains what you just said. And the other one is successful people finish what they start. But you have to be aware you're also wow. mentally um, destroyed as um, a person out here trying to make it off talent because mm. this is mainly a rejection business. Yeah. yeah. And when you really think about the rejection and the obstacles you have to climb to get where you want to get, mm -hmm. it messes with you mentally because it's negative energy. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know nothing about energy mm -hmm. maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. I found out, man, this shit is real. It's real. Mm -hmm. If you got negative energy around you, man, I'm telling you, it's a lot of people in relationships or you know, they might work somewhere where the energy is straight negative. It, it's going to stop your progress. Mm -hmm. Facts. Mm -hmm. So long as you know that, it's the beginning of getting things better. Absolutely. It is, man. I, I, I used to have <clears throat> I used to have a lot of people that were around me that I knew did not mean me the good that I meant them. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like I'd be like, I would go out of my way to help somebody because I was always helped. You know what I'm saying? And then you would see that they wouldn't not only return that, but even just like uh, reciprocity. I hope I'm saying that right in the moment, but it's like they weren't giving that back where you needed it. And you're like, man, these people are take, 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 and they don't mean me any good. Something goes down, they're not on my side. And it's like, all right, well, you got to clean your house. And as soon as you get it out, like, man, I can't tell you how happy wow. I am on a regular just to have, like, all I do, Corey, <laughs> I shoot my sketches, I, uh, I work when I work, like, you know, go to set or whatever, and I just be at the crib unless I'm, like, booked somewhere. I don't bother nobody. I just be doing my thing. You're starting to hit the other level because you can't have people around you that don't mean well by you. Man. You can't have them around you. I don't care who they are. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's family. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's if you're trying to get something done, mm -hmm. you have to evolve away from them. As soon yeah. as you realize this person is not really about something good. Mm -hmm. I don't like I got a friend, he used to fight his girlfriend. Mm. He used to <laughs> fight his girlfriend. I'm talking about they used to, you know, you get in an argument with your girl, that yeah. happens. Mm -hmm. But he used to hit her, and I used to be like, man, nice. I can't fuck with you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's my business. What the fuck? I'm like, nigga, I ain't fucking. <laughs> it is a dark rain cloud yeah. following us. Yeah. And right. I want to get off from under. Yeah. What up, Lane? Something Lane, my bitch. <laughs> yeah, they keep, they keep well. walking by and grinning in here. They at want us. attention. So you guys, hey, yeah. what up? Oh, yeah. I kind of want to say something if y'all don't mind. Hey, you Go guys, ahead. Leon so, Ross is here. So, <laughs> wow. So, everything you just said, like, I feel that to the core, right? And to piggyback off of uh, what you guys said earlier about, you know, if there's a problem or there's static, whatever, y'all always address it, right? But for me, I just cut people off, right? And, and, and the reason being is like what you just said is like, you don't need people around you who don't mean well by you. So if I feel if I feel like we get into it to a certain, because I'm, I'm a very chill dude, if we get into it into a certain extent to where I realize your character and who you are and how you are, I don't even want to be associated with that no more. Right. So yeah. so we can so to talk to you and be like, you know, I want to talk to you. Like why I sit there and talk to you when I know I don't want to deal with you. But it ain't about you. You want to squash it so it ain't in the air no more. Mm -hmm. right. You know what mm -hmm. I mean when I say that? Right. Like, man, I'm telling you, man, I done sent people who I know I ain't did nothing to them. I done actually sent them, like, a greeting card. Mm. And it changes everything because it fucks them up. They can't yeah. believe you did that. So mm -hmm. they be like, oh, Okay. Kill him with kindness. <laughs> you know and then Kill you don't have kindness. any animosity it's, it's in your heart. it's not just kindness. It's actually a strategic move. Yes. Look, I'm finna give you this nice. Yep. Now, what you gonna do with that? Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Is it genuine? 
it's it's genuine if I did it. Yeah. Because okay. let me tell you something. You saw I, I said the one thing about the one brother mm -hmm. because I know I'm not finna smile and play with him. Yeah. It's it's there mm -hmm. and it's not going nowhere because I don't even get like this. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm just saying it's like it, it ain't always about you, bro, because you never know what could come from the smallest static. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Your, yeah, so that's, that's why, a good point. Man, don't ever feel like somebody got ahead of you when it comes to you being nice to them. Mm. All they can do, if they yeah. want to take your nice and ball it up and still be that way, then you can just laugh at them. You know what I'm saying? Because you winning. Because you did what you were supposed Absolutely. to do. Absolutely. Yeah. You did what you were supposed to do. Don't even, it ain't about the contest of who this, who that. Mm -hmm. Them people don't count, man. Them people, I call them average folks. They just out here. They don't mean nothing. Yeah. Mm. They, they food. Damn. <laughs> you know food. They food. food. Damn, that's, that's real. That's deep. Eat them and shit them out. Oh, that's real. Damn, that's real talk. You can't do nothing else with them, no. It's, yeah. it's not being mean. It's like they're not going to do anything in your presence mm -hmm. to help you or even themselves. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever thought about that? Like, if you, I, I want to say this to all of the, the sisters out there. If you messing with somebody that you know don't mean well by you or you don't like them or whatever, you're not getting ahead. You're hurting yourself. Yes. You're hurting yourself. And if you if your daddy was around, he'd have told you that. Because <laughs> you know you love your daughter, so you you cheat the game by telling her the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. why these girls need their daddy around. Because a lot of times, girls who grow up with a daddy, meaning like a male figure around, yep. they are not. They don't get played as easy. Right. That's true. I have and my And if they dad do get played, life. they know they're getting played and they know what's up. They so they, they're not up. going in blind. Yeah. yeah. Nice. There's so many girls who go in blind and they be so bitter when they figure it mm -hmm. out. You be like, it's Facts. not my fault. <laughs> Your mama kept you. <laughs> <laughs> Your brothers and sisters that she didn't keep, they ain't going through none of this. <laughs> Lord. No, she didn't. It's your mama fault that you got played. <laughs> That's a fact. It's so real. It's like, man, I have been very fortunate to have a mother that taught me the game about women growing up to, to a lot of extent. A lot of stuff she couldn't tell me because she couldn't have encountered the things that I would She couldn't have known the things that I would encounter to a certain extent. But the stuff that she did, I bypassed so much because it's like there are so many women People in general, I shouldn't generalize that. There are so many people in general who will try to take advantage of you by small things. Like when we, we joke about Haley all the time because Haley is the, I'll buy you a home if I have the money and you want it type of girl. But well, that's gonna change. oh man. It's Hollywood, uh, it's gonna make you realize. It has to. <laughs> ain't worth fucking with like that. Oh, because there are it's certain people. It's unfortunate, but yeah, you're right. You are absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, trust me. It's, there are so many obstacles that you will run into. I remember the first thing my mom told me, uh, like growing up, she was like, don't buy no woman. This is early on, like when you're just starting to date. Don't buy no woman no shoes because she going to uh, walk all over you and walk out of your life. And I'm like, what? That's wow. ridiculous, mom. <laughs> and I remember I bought a girl. Uh, it wasn't some shoes, but it was iconic to a, a sense of setting the tone of me giving her things. And she was one of those girls that was like, ooh, what am I going to get next? What am I going to get next? And I'm like, oh, man, my mom 
told me about this and I didn't even think about it. And then, mm-hmm. so we, even with Tange, I didn't buy her shoes for years. For the longest <laughs> time, I suffered. I kept yeah. asking for shoes and he was like, nope, my mama said you better yeah. get some shoes. You can walk out of your life. I'm like, man, we're going to get married. Can I get some shoes? I didn't get her shoes until she had that ring on. You understand me? And man. I'm talking about after I do. I'm like, now you can get some shoes. <laughs> Leon, wow. give it to me. Wow. Uh, ooh, so let me ask you this, brother. Um, let's talk about black Jesus, man. When are you coming back? I don't know when we're coming back. We've been told so many times about so many dates, but I, I will say we taped the third season, and even though my good brother Charlie Murphy, rest in peace, was mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I met Charlie Murphy, man. That was a real one. A real one. How about that's, that? That's a yeah. man. Yeah. And he ain't yeah. gonna let you. He ain't gonna let you pray on the week around him. Man, you know what I mean? Charlie mm-hmm. Murphy was a real one. But um, we filmed it, man. And um, you know, it gets it, we we get told, oh, it's coming this, it's coming that, but it's not coming on. But it's if they ever aired the third season, I think it would help my career hmm. a lot because a lot of um, stuff that Charlie Murphy um, was getting um, mm. being um, number two on the on the uh, call sheet. They uh they gave that to me. Oh wow! Yeah. And they let me, man. They just let me finally do my thing. Yeah, right, right. mean, They always allowed me to be Corey Holcomb mm-hmm. on the show, but yo, man, everything I ever did when it came to um, like comedy like that, mm-hmm. I always get the cameraman and the crew. They always be like, "Where Corey coming in today?" You yeah, <laughs> and that's a good sign when they be happy to see you. Cause exactly. They just shoot all day. You mm-hmm. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So when that's they so see true. something that stands out. They, you know what I'm saying? They were like, hey, Corey's here. Yeah. I used to be like, all right. <laughs> Gotta yeah. feel good. Yeah. It's yeah. a breath of fresh air. It's like that shows you that you're one of the chosen ones, man. Like you, your energy has always been, I'm of the people. Like your, your fans are you. you like, yo, I'm representing working class. I'm representing real people. I ain't with that bougie shit. Absolutely. I'm a real cat. And that exudes off you, man. Like you don't come off as arrogant you don't come off as oh i think i'm better than you and what's so funny is you're so talented and so loved and that's why people are like man this guy's real and you've accomplished so much and you still treat everybody from the president of something to the janitor of something like they're the exact same person oh i appreciate you saying that clay my my um my association with the people Mm -hmm. Makes it where I could eat without Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I haven't done. I haven't really done Hollywood. I, I mean, Black Jesus is something that, thank God, was out there. Mm-hmm. You know that I was allowed to do, but I haven't really been part of Hollywood, which is why when I shot my special, and uh, Netflix and nobody wouldn't pick it up, I laughed. I really? Was like, what? Okay, I see. This is not about what's good. This is about the politics. Yeah. I'm walking mm. in the door by myself. Ooh. So they wasn't really messing with me. So I had to go back to a couple of my old uh, associates mm-hmm. yeah. that wanted to work with me too. You mm-hmm. know, we we always had that, even though I would stay away because sometimes I fall out with people because I don't see things the way they see things. Mm. I mean, I'm not, you'll never see Corey Holcomb in a dress or lipstick on yeah. TV. Amen. <laughs> this is so funny to say. And, and I say that because I feel like that's what they want to have over you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Some of these skits that people do, I'm not knocking people who did that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I guess, you know, okay, you're going to do that brand of comedy? Okay, okay. But I just feel like uh, white Hollywood wants to have that piece of film on you. Mm-hmm. We can be like, oh, he's this? Well, what about this? Mm-hmm. So you might be able to find some dirt on me, but yeah. you're not going to be able to see me out there in dress and lipstick. Great that, That's why I cut it off at. Yeah. Because they took my Twitter because I am who I am, and I'm not mm-hmm. going to switch up who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What do you mean they took your Twitter? Well, I'm, uh, Twitter told me I can't 
tweet anymore. Damn. <laughs> wow. The stuff that I've seen on Twitter and you can't tweet anymore? Exactly. Like what gets you in trouble, there are people who report you. Oh. And yep. it, was this, it was this little ugly girl who just a said something too? about me. It was a me too. Look at, look at Haley yeah. with her pretty yeah. self. I said something about her and it hurt her feelings and she reported me. Mm. And um, when they report you, I guess they look at your tweets and all that. And yeah. they were like, oh, he's reckless. And they like, oh, this guy, how's he been getting away with saying this? Because <laughs> <laughs> I speak on injustices as well. You sure it's do. not just me cracking jokes. Yes. I, I speak on it. And I never stop speaking on it. Mm -hmm. I never switch up who I am. This is how I eat right now. If the movement is making it where, you know what I'm saying, guys like me can't be in Hollywood, because I'll say the word faggot. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad word yeah, to me. You did. I don't on hate Twitter. homosexual men, mm -hmm. and I don't hate women. In fact, I like women who mess with women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love them. <laughs> Love them. Those are some of my favorite party starters. Ain't ah, party, <laughs> party starters. Starter. Right. But if I crack a joke, you should not be above a joke. Just yeah. like anybody's not above a joke. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I. I it is what it is right now. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna try to make people bad guys because they may have said something. If I'm not threatening anybody or yeah. anything like that, don't act like I'm a villain because mm -hmm. I'm not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I might crack a joke on you and it and another thing about me, if I'm cracking jokes on you and you don't seem to be enjoying it, I'll leave it alone. Yeah, yeah. I'm not one who prays on the weak. But the I will biggest, crack a joke. The biggest enemy to uninformed people is an educated mind. And that's mm. why they will always try and attack somebody who is educated and cannot be told who they are. So the biggest thing about when we talk about Hollywood, Hollywood wants to be able to mold and shape your mind and your brand instead of accepting who you are and allowing that brand to make money from it. They that's don't under, they fear what they don't understand. So you are somebody who's always been a oh, perfect example. When you look at Last Comic Standing, the Tonight Show is like, oh man, he smiles, he's great, he's so weak, he's he can be he can be this, he can be that, and you're like, hey, I ain't that ain't me. And they're like, no, no, we want you to be this. Man, well, here's the thing, Clayton. They mm -hmm. they do understand. It's mm -hmm. a control thing. They want it to be to the point where if you say a certain word, mm -hmm. people go, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. they're like yeah, we yeah. kids in the classroom yep. or something yeah. like that. We're not kids. Mm -hmm. We're grown. We can. We should be able to say what we want to say as long as we're not threatening anybody to bring exactly. them harm. When you leave America, that's when you find out how cold-blooded it is over here. Because I was in Iceland on the, on the TV show promoting mm. the show, and yeah. this guy was like, "Corey, you were fucking hilarious the other day." And I was like, "Are we on TV?" <laughs> <laughs> and was like, oh, this isn't America. You can express yourself over here. I was like, nice. "No shit." How about that? <laughs> no <Nice>. shit. <laughs> So it's like the way they got everybody thinking over here, man, it's not fair. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's wrong. Of course, when you bully somebody, that's wrong too. But the definition of bullying over here is what they mm. want it to be in the media. Yes. Mm. Yes. Because mm. Donald yes. Trump is bullying people all the time. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And he doesn't face the same type of uh, scrutiny. Yeah, his yeah, Twitter should as, be taken as, away. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For He's sure. already mad. But, you know, this is how cold the game is. As long as you understand it, it won't drive you crazy. Yeah. As long as you, as long as you come to the understanding that, all right, this is how they're going to play me if I do this. Mm -hmm. Just use your mind to get around it. That's you what know I was going to ask you. Like, through all of this, how you stay grounded? Because it's a lot. That you gotta deal with. Man, yep. it's no, it's really no, this is nothing. I come from Robert Taylor Homes in Chicago. <laughs> I done seen 
awful things in my life. Yeah. This is a joke. Mm -hmm. I can't believe I get to eat mm. by doing this. All I'm doing is yeah. speaking on it. Yeah. I mean, I believe I got some talent with words. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just speaking on it. And people love to hear you speak on it. The people, people love the truth more than they love a lie. It's a natural thing inside you. Just like it's natural to lie, mm -hmm. but it, it's courageous to tell the truth. Yeah. And when people see you tell the truth, it brings out some in them. I really want to do that. I want to tell Absolutely. the truth, yep. too. You know what I'm saying? Like you tell the truth, man. Yeah. We got a caller. Uh, caller, you on the oh. line. You're kicking it with Clayton. Who am I talking to? This is Bo. I do it. I do it. That's so funny. Let me say that some people have dark humor. Mm -hmm. Some people didn't grow up playing the dozen. See, because if you grew up playing the dozens, if you couldn't take the heat, you keep your ass out the kitchen. Well. <laughs> now, when you go on TV, they want to make it all white and black. But then you see the whites going in blackface, mocking black people, but they ain't got no problem saying nothing about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nor yeah. do they have a problem saying anything about, because I don't care what you do. You can be a her, a him, a shim. You can be whatever you want to be. Because I can't judge you. But don't try to make it personal. But see, when you try to make it personal, that means you're trying to pull me that's into real. what you're doing. And that's when I'm going to have a problem. Well, yeah. well put. Well Last put. but not least, my president will always be Barack Obama. Obama. My president <laughs> will always be Michelle Obama. Because you know what? That crazy man that we got in the White House right now, he is totally crazy. And that's yes. why you got all these white folks out here and they can say and do whatever they want and put you into a corner to try to make you be something that you're not. Mm -hmm. Live for who you are and what God made you to be and them keep killing them and tell them that they can kiss, you know the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Bo. Appreciate you. Oh, that's hilarious. All right, so now uh, we're going to wind this thing on down. She was making some great points. I appreciate you, Bo, as always. Yes. Leon, tell us very quickly, how can we find you? Uh, find me on YouTube. I need to get my numbers up. Um, just uh, <laughs> The Ross Boys, T-H-E-R-O-S-S-B-O-Y-Z. Nice. Tangerine, what's coming up? How can we find you? You can find me on all forms of social media. If you know how to spell my name, it's not spelled like the fruit. It's spelled T-A-N-J-A-R-E-E-N. -E -E and I just hit past 10,000 subscribers on YouTube last night. So that's exciting. Yeah. And um, so follow me there and on my Facebook, my Instagram, and my Twitter. Nice. I been taken away yet. Monetization. I'll let you girl. <laughs> uh, Haley, how can we find you? What's coming up now? Oh, man. You can find me on IG, Haley Alexis, H A I L E A L E X I S. Um, honestly, coming up, I'm probably just shooting some stuff with you. Good answer. More flames. <laughs> Um, I'm just writing. I'm writing um, in classes for acting. I'm just, you know, I'm taking the moment to build me back. As so, you should. Beautiful. You know, so I'll Beautiful. be out there soon. Cool. Corey Holcomb, what's coming up? How can we find you, good brother? Man, just go on CoreyHolcomb.com and you'll find a lot of places I'll be around the country and things like that. And uh, to all the young comics that uh, walk up to me and say, yo, should I move to L.A.? Uh, whatever, uh, I'm telling you, man, it's your choice. I mean, there, there is no blueprint to this, really. You got to yeah. create your own blueprint. But I will tell you this. If you like men, it's wide open for you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> wide open. Oh, my goodness. I mean, literally wide open out here for you, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. I want to thank the callers, which is Bo, Bo, and Bo from the D. But Appreciate I wanted to you. know, 
Do you have any social media? Because I see an Instagram page with your name on it. Is that you or no? Um, two of them are mine. Uh, okay. I think it's like five or six of them out there. Uh, I'm not really on Instagram that much. I got to get my Instagram back cracking. I, I, I used to be a Twitter dude. I used to. Yeah, yeah you were. You were. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I got a Facebook where they they cut off the followers you can have wow. after a while. So oh, all that's man. so. Cool. Oh, you need a fan page people then. Be, we got one of them, but people think I act funny, like I don't, you know, make them my friend or whatever. It's, oh. just, it's all fulled up. Yeah. It, it gets yeah. full so fast. But I appreciate all of the love, especially wow. the 5150 Nation. And, mm -hmm. and when y'all come on my show, I'm telling Coming. you, y'all going to see a steroid in y'all followers. <laughs> I can't wait. We shoot steroids in them followers. Because oh, it's wow. like, you know, the nation is real. And yeah. I, and, they, and they know y'all. Mm -hmm. Well, you know they know y'all. Yeah. Man. So it's like, it is what it is, man. We we out here. Y'all will see me in traffic. I'm coming, man. Nice. I want to say, uh, first of all, thank you for everybody who's listening. Thank you for everybody who's uh, watching this replay. I want to say, Corey, I wanted to have you on the show since I began. And I knew you were always on the road. It worked out perfectly. You being here on a Friday. Uh, brother, I wanted to always give you your roses every time I see you because you have made such an impact on my life, not only as a comedian, but as a man. I can never Thank you enough. And you know, mm. my dream is to always have us being on the sitcom together, dude. I love you, brother. I appreciate you so much. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, when I look to the left, I see <laughs> nothing but talented people. When I look to the right, I see nothing but green, which means we are growing as we are always trying to do. You're kicking it with Clayton. Clayton.